Can you believe 2024 dared to start on a Monday? Now, if you're riding the roller coaster between excitement and a bit of meh, I'm here to help you rock 2024 on your terms. Come hang with me at Goal Getter, a 2024 goal setting and planning workshop where we'll figure out how to make 2024 your absolute best. At this 90-minute virtual party, you'll set some goals that actually make sense, cook up a personalized action plan, no generic stuff here, score exclusive digital planning tools and templates that you'll actually use, join a cool community to boost your squad, and get on-the-spot feedback on your goals. Don't snooze on this. Let's kickstart your 2024 together. Check out the show notes for more information on how to snag your ticket. See you there. Welcome to the Done on Sunday podcast, a self-improvement podcast that's all about making your Sundays count. I'm your host, Tiffany Lewis, founder of Propel Virtual Solutions, a digital marketing company, home of the coffee shop, and Taylor and Jesse, a stationery company. In this show, we dive into a mix of topics that matter from entrepreneurship and relationships to self-care and all the latest pop culture trends. Think of this as your weekly chat with your BFF, who's got your back on your journey to self-improvement. So grab your favorite beverage, relax, and get ready to make the most of your Sundays with Done on Sunday. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Done on Sunday. Y'all, I am in a mood today, okay? (laughs) I recently finished watching the newest season of Love is Blind, and there is a woman on this season who literally made me cry. And not because of anything, you know, traumatic on the show, but, well, kind of, but simply because I saw so much of myself in her. Now, this version of myself and this lady on the show took me back to Tiffany circa 2014, who had just finished having kid number three um, about a year ago who had gained so much weight after having three kids pretty much back to back. All of my kids at the time were four and under. This Tiffany was super unhappy about herself. She didn't feel loved in her marriage. She was super, super insecure and questioning everyone and everything. And the way that this lady was portrayed in this season was literally me years ago and I felt so heartbroken for her. It was very emotional for me looking at her life play out the way mine had so many years ago. And it wasn't even that long ago, like 2014 was not that long ago. But the growth that I've experienced, like on one hand, I was thinking like, oh, I'm so proud of you, girl. You have grown so much. And on the other hand, I was kind of embarrassed because I'm like, oh my goodness, like this was, I like that. Like when we went out with friends, did I appear this way? Or like, I don't know. It just, oh, it really like struck me. And so I also just got off a very wild TikTok binge watching a 50 part video series. Yes, you heard that right. 50 parts. (laughs) And y'all, I did the math. This series was literally 50 episodes. Each episode was 10 minutes. So this was like eight hours of TV, basically. Um, Someone's real life though. So not at all like TV or fake or whatever, but 
anyway, I digress. So I'm not going to go into the details about the series, but I will say that this show left me yelling and screaming that we have to do better. We got to do better. We must do better at loving ourselves, believing in ourselves, and knowing that we have the power to literally do anything. Like we can absolutely do anything. Okay. Now on the last episode, episode 13, I talked all about the practical steps you could take to create the strongest, healthiest relationship with yourself. And I want to continue that conversation today, but from a different perspective. I want to talk a little bit about the professional perspective and how you can take the lessons and the takeaways and the practical steps from episode 13 and this 13 to kind of like have this well-rounded version of yourself who shows up as your best self in your professional and personal life, okay? So let's dig into it. Now, I have stated here before that while I am currently considered a multi-entrepreneur or multi-passionate entrepreneur or whatever term you want to call it when you do lots of things, (laughs) this was not always the path that I knew I was going to take. However, once I started my first business and started feeling like, hey, I got this, this is, I'm successful with this, it truly opened up my mind to all the possibilities. And one of the biggest possibilities was retiring. And I say retiring in quotes, um, although I pulled my retirement, I wasn't old enough to retire, but uh, retiring from my teaching career. And not only was like leaving your nine to five, the golden standard back then, and probably even currently today, like in the business community, it was personally my greatest lesson in both business and in life. And the number one lesson, the biggest takeaway I discovered in quitting my career and going into business full time was simply that I can. Like what a simple sentence, right? I can. Now, nothing has challenged me like being a business owner and not having a regular paycheck to depend on or rules to follow or a daily agenda to perform because in business and in entrepreneurship, there are no quality control checks. If I don't work, I don't eat. And I make up all the rules because I'm the boss. (laughs) So, you know, this whole thing, just to say, like, leaving my teaching career and really going all in in business literally taught me that I can do anything. Now, I'm not saying I can do all the things and I don't want to do all the things. I've been there before. I've talked about burnout and that's real and no thank you. But I am saying that I can follow my dreams. I can change my mind. I can literally do whatever my heart desires. Now, the lesson in of itself of I can, right, has been probably and maybe, you know, unpopular opinion, but the most freeing part of this journey. And I would say maybe even more freeing than the money or the time freedom. And to be honest, it's the mindset shift that has really shaped this journey for me. Now, growing up and prior to this realization, I had always felt stuck, like stuck in a particular place, forced to do things I didn't want to do or forced to do things I didn't even like doing. And I always felt like I couldn't make a choice, like I did not have options. 
I did not have the power to choose a different path for myself, a different path for my family. And I was just kind of like stuck. And I think that that all pretty much stemmed from several things, right? So the first, not being taught about entrepreneurship in great detail as a child. Uh, Second, being the breadwinner in my family for several years at the beginning of our family's formation. And lastly, and probably the most important thing that played into this was society. Like Black women business owners was not something I saw regularly. And I had no concept really of the financial obligations of running a business or raising capital or applying for grants. And, you know, all of that to say, like, society played a huge, huge role in making me believe that I couldn't and in telling me, like, all the signs were saying, like, I can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. (laughs) Um, And I really felt like this life was out of reach for me. But when it did become a reality, (laughs) and it did, right, like, I've hit some pretty massive milestones that I am super proud of, but when it be, when it started to become a reality for me, like, oh, you can own a business, you can run a business, you can run and own two businesses, like, <laughs> you, you're doing it and you can do it, okay? I was really unsure of how to celebrate because, like I just said, I wasn't taught about this growing up. You know, I had obligations in my family at the very beginning that entrepreneurship just did not lend itself to fulfilling. And then society just wasn't, you know, showing Black women bosses. Like, it just wasn't. And so when I started to find success here in this life and in my businesses, I was like, uh, okay, cool. What do I do with this? (laughs) You know, like, I don't really know what to do with it. You know, I've hit so many milestones over the past five and a half years, and I've really struggled with them um, in terms of like sharing them with others. Now, my family is very proud. They are super proud. My mom is super proud. And she herself has recently gotten into some businesses and business ownership and things like that. So she's starting to get it. My husband also has recently gotten into owning a business, so he gets it. But, you know, typically my family is not traditionally business owners. So, like, they just didn't get it at first. Like, okay, cool, whatever. (laughs) Um, And I think a lot of that was like, oh, we're not really sure if this is going to work for you. So we don't want to, like, get too hype about all of these milestones that you're hitting because, yeah, we don't know what the longevity of this is. And my friends are also, you know, very happy. They buy my products. They share my services. In fact, my first client was um, a referral from my best friend. And I actually knew the client. Like, we we all grew up together. And I just thought, like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I felt so honored and special that, you know, that she was my first client. And it was because of my friends, right? But they also don't get it because they're not business owners. So it was, it's just, you know, a lot like I'm battling with this, like, I want to share this success. I want to share these milestones, but like my inner circle just kind of doesn't get it. Um, And it wasn't really until I immersed myself in like-minded communities, like via coaching and masterminds and conferences that I felt like I finally found my people who get it and who I can openly celebrate with, like without being judged or without that little, you know, 
thing in the back of their head like uh I don't know if this is gonna work for her like do we tell her now or do we wait for her to fail and so you know even though I experienced all of those kind of celebratory struggles I have always held on to the fact that I can I will and I did and honestly if celebrate yourself was a person like hello I am her I am she now that's one thing I'm gonna do is celebrate myself, be proud of myself, treat myself (laughs) because I deserve it. Um, And, you know, that just speaks to this whole idea of like creating a very strong relationship with yourself and being like your person, being your first person, being your first friend. And if you have, if you don't have yourself to like lean on and to appreciate the things that happen in your life, then how can you expect anyone else to do that for you? And so also, you know, as my identity in Christ has gotten stronger, I am more recently more all about clapping it up for myself. So I live every day. I feel like business and life and just like everyday life in general is 1000% a me and God thing. And you can always hear me saying, find me saying, we did it, God, we did it. (laughs) Uh, My husband and I joke about that all the time. And I do say that like quite often because really it is, you know, we did it. (laughs) So all of that to say, and this is like a really long story about several things. First, believing in yourself no matter what. Second, knowing that you absolutely fucking can, okay? Despite what it looks like, despite what other people are saying, despite what other people are doing, you can and you will. And lastly, it's a story about making sure that you're your number one. So this week, your done on Sunday action step is super simple. I encourage you to write down an affirmation on a sticky note or a piece of paper or whatever and place it somewhere that you look every day. Sometimes People do this with lipstick on a mirror, like whatever, whatever your jam is, (laughs) wherever you look, do that, okay? Write it down. And by affirmation, I mean something positive that you can repeat to yourself when things get tough or when you need a little reminder to boost yourself back up. You can choose something like I can and I will, or I got this, or with God, nothing is impossible. Literally, the sky's the limit here. You just want to choose something a phrase, a word, a sentence that gives you all the positive vibes that you can easily recall and repeat when you need it. And of course, as always, DM me if you need a little help. And that's it, y'all. I cannot wait to chat with you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Done on Sunday. I hope you enjoyed the show. If so, leave a rating. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and follow the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. If you'd like to be a guest or have any topic ideas, check out the link in the show notes and let us know. While you're there, don't forget to grab any resources mentioned during the show. And lastly, be sure to connect on socials at Done on Sunday. Can't wait to chat with you next week.